1: Are you looking to improve or build a stronger relationship with someone in your life? Alicia has created the Tools to Heal, navigating challenging relationships conversation cards with that purpose in mind. The conversation cards are suitable for all relationships, parent-child, partner-to-partner, friend-to-friend, etc. Each card has a different question developed to encourage meaningful and deep conversation. Be open, honest, and enjoy as you begin to peel back the layers of your relationships and build closer bonds. Life is more beautiful with healthy connections. Valeria interviews Alicia Harris. She is a licensed professional counselor, LPC, in the state of New Jersey, a certified school counselor and a motivational speaker. She is also the creator of Tools to Heal, Navigating Challenging Relationships Conversation Cards. Alicia Harris was born and raised in Newark, New Jersey. She is passionate about pouring into the cups of others and has extensive knowledge and experience working with children, adolescents, and adults in educational, professional, and mental health settings. She holds a Bachelor of Arts degree in psychology and a Master of Arts degree in counseling with school counseling certification. Additionally, Alicia has proudly served 16 plus years in federal service spending most of her career assisting airports nationwide with operational management and workforce development. Outside of her federal career, she has devoted time to providing mentorship and mental health therapy to children and young adults and continues to do so. Alicia also does a wide range of community work and gives back whenever possible. Alicia holds many roles, but her favorite is being a mom to her talented teenage daughter. As a mom, counselor, career coach, mentor, and consultant, her glass-shattering experiences have allowed her to reach, help improve, and transform the lives of many. Meet Alicia at essenceofhealing.org and tools 2 healcom Here's the interview with Alicia Harris.
0: In your own words, who is Alicia Harris?
2: Who is Alicia Harris? That always seems like such a difficult question to mm. answer. Um, I do so many things um, that, that are all a part of who I am. Uh, first and foremost, I am a mother. <laughs> um, I'm a mother, I'm a daughter. Um, and then I am one who loves to pour into people. And and that is in everything that I do, um, which has led me to uh, being in this field, being a mental health therapist. But um, yeah, I am all things people. I am extremely ambitious. I am a go getter. Um, I, I hear the term the term often. The sky is the limit. But for me, uh, beyond the sky mm. is the limit.
0: Mm. Wow, I love that. I love love that. Well, that says something very profound, which I have found to be a spiritual message: that we are unlimited, we are um, infinite, is what we are, not who we are, but what. It's there's no limit to that. So that really resonates what you just said. What a beautiful understanding realization to have that we are not limited. This is something that is often the case with people who don't really believe that they can achieve certain things or even that they can heal from past traumas or whatever it is in the body that needs healing. So what is your message? What's the first step per se, Alicia, when you come across a client with this mentality? What do you tell them as a first step to move forward?
2: Wow, as a first step, I would tell them that everyone is capable of healing. And sometimes we become our thoughts. And that might sound a little cliche, but I believe it wholeheartedly. Um, and I will work with that client to kind of work on um, reframing their thoughts and, and identifying moments in their lives where they may have felt, Inferior or fear, um, had challenges that they thought they would never be able to overcome, and and have them share that with me, and and not just the beginning of it and those those feelings, but also how things turned out. And a lot of times, clients end up um, expressing to me that the situation did not turn out as bad as they thought. That um, it actually was a blessing in disguise, and um, so that that's typically how I would approach it. If a client came to me and, and spoke to me about healing, um, you you we have to think positive thoughts in order for positive things to to begin to happen to with within us. Um, so so that is the first first step, and I think. Actually, to be honest, I believe that that may even be the second step because the first step is, is the acknowledgement of it all, right. you know, and right. the self awareness in it. Right. Yeah.
0: That, that's a big one. True. So true. You know, I talk to a lot of people, a lot of therapists here, and we, and coaches too, life coaches, uh, spiritual teachers, and guides. And I hear that a lot as the first step being awareness being, acknowledging what is happening and where we are. And it, it does make a lot of sense, of course. But I still I still think that the very first step might be, has been my case, it's to be open, even to the possibility of recognizing that something is not healthy. Because I see that it happened to me where I was not really, I had PTSD, I was abused as a child. So I had a lot of uh, this, a lot of resistance in acknowledge that something was not per se wrong, but unhealthy. It was not serving me. So it was getting in the way of, of peace, happiness and all that. So I was not, for some reason, something in me, my, the mind was not open to even to that idea that something could be not healthy. So I don't know, do you, how do you feel about that? You might be the first or the second person that I, that I say that too. It's just it's it's been, becoming more clear to me these days.
2: No, I I, I agree in that being open and being willing um, are definitely uh, some. It, it's definitely a step before uh, taking the action to, right. to go mm-hmm. ahead and do the work. Um, um, yeah. I, I would say that you know, I, I guess using the situation your your personal situation. Um, you were aware that you were going through something, right? You were aware that mm. you were experiencing pain of some point, yes. and, uh, of some mm. some degree, right? And 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 then you became willing to acknowledge that this is hindering you in one way or another, mm. and that you wanted to to um, heal from it.
0: That's true. So it, in a way, it is right. So you are um, actually <laughs> connecting, being open to action, to taking an action, and not being open to become aware of something, right?
2: Absolutely. Absolutely.
0: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That that makes sense, of course. So everything starts within the mind, which is interesting to see. It seems like it's where everything happens anyway. All the perceptions we have and the experiences being kind of translated, filtered by the mind. So going back to, yeah, that question that I mentioned off record, Alicia, about the goal of healing. So I guess I will add another one, another question to that. What is the goal of therapy? And then is that the same as the goal of healing?
2: So the goal of therapy is to get to a space where you can navigate life, navigate relationships or ne- navigate whatever goal you set out for yourself when it comes to being emotionally and mentally healthy um, and it's there it's never ending though mm, it's not yeah. something where you yeah. can just put a cap on it and say okay <laughs> yes, I, right. I'm healed enough mm. or <laughs> I, I, I'm healthy enough mm. Um, mm. it's continuous you know in the same way, when we speak about like our physical health, right? Um, we might tackle one issue and then some at some point in our lives, another issue may come up. Um, and it's the same concept. As far as healing, I think the concept applies the same. Um, there is no cap on healing and um, it will forever be a continuous thing. You might be really Um, become really well at handling your emotions around different topics, handling your emotions around things that may have triggered you or caused you to um, be unhealed. But I I don't believe that it's something that will just um, ever be done, Mm. if
0: that makes sense. Yes. (laughs) Yeah, from that perspective, yes, body, mind, even heart, I would include, in that. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. yeah, I absolutely agree. It's an ongoing process, not only of being healed from something, but I also I subscribe to the idea of acceptance. You know, there are some things that we cannot heal from and acceptance is a big one for me. Just, right, stay there. But I come from, my main understanding is that I'm already whole, complete, So there's nothing missing, nothing broken or incomplete. So that's my starting point. This realization has helped me a lot. It almost like created this safe space so I can explore what what seems to be broken and incomplete. Like the body when its immune system drops or the mind with the negative thoughts or a trigger. It gave me that ground so I can kind of dance around what it seems to be missing, broken, and et cetera. So that's my perspective. I know it's it's one that not most of us have. Do you Have you heard about that before, Alicia, or have you come across uh, this understanding?
2: Oh, yes, I have. Um, it sounds like to me that you have done some healing work. When someone says uh-huh, to me that yeah. I feel like <laughs> I am whole, mm. I am whole. I am complete. Mm. For me, that's yeah. an indicator that they've done some work.
0: Ah, <laughs> you know? Yes, um, and I have. Yeah. <laughs> I
2: I remember yeah. not feeling whole um, or complete, and you know, at some point in my life, and um, and it it reflected. It it carried over into my relationships. Um, it carried over into my work. It carried over into everything that I was doing. And um, when I realized, and when I became aware and willing to um, to kind of, uh, uh, I guess deal with it in a sense and and sort out my own therapy, um it was in that moment that I had started the journey towards being whole. And once I started that journey and and completed that journey with my therapist, um, you know, I, I can now say that I am whole, that I am complete. And when you speak about um, being able to now identify bits and pieces that might be broken or, you know, that not, might need a little bit of work, to me, that's, that sounds like grounding, right? Like that you're centered, you're grounded. and And when you are centered and grounded, you're able to receive and you're able to pay attention. Mm. And that awareness is heightened.
0: So. Yes, 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 yes. Yes, a billion <laughs> times to doing the work <laughs> because, yeah, it takes, <laughs> it, it, it's so true though. Yeah, I cannot say that I, I do believe that we are born with this understanding. I have memories when I was very young as a child, feeling free, like nothing. Could bother me. Nothing could. I mean, it was just like invinci- invincible, <laughs> and you know, just navigating this reality as if I, I I didn't even have a body, and everything was just so magical and new, and it was just joyful. Everything, and I really remember that vividly. And then at some point, something happened. The mind started to filter everything, and, and I remember just a lot of thinking and. Self judgment and listen. I think it, it came from, of course, being abused. That I probably I didn't perceive that immediately. It was part of the play, but then yeah, it's the body. The body won't won't let that go for a long time, as we know. The more we get hit and all that, we we the body will just um, kind of store that information and then the mind will try to understand and which happens not in a a nice way, in a good way. But yes, so I do believe that we are born this way, free with this sense of wholeness, completeness. And then something happens in a sense of letting experience to change, not even change, but cover that understanding, that truth that's there. So, in a way, healing is the process of uncovering, isn't it, Alicia? the truth oh, of absolutely. what we are
2: uncovering, um, unpacking mm, yeah. And, yeah. and I think with everyone having different experiences um that that magical feeling and that feeling of freedom and and no worries. Um, and then the shift occurs. I believe that shift occurs differently and di- at different points in people's lives. Because um, if I could think back to my childhood, um, you know, for me, things started to get a little more cloudy when I was about five, six years old, which is a very young age. Um, and and it was in those moments that I um, just had a different view on life. Um, And I think what played into that is also just me being an older sibling as
0: well, Uh, being
2: the oldest.
0: Yeah. Yeah. My (laughs) Um, case too. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yep. And, and being parentified at times.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: So I think all of that kind of, you know, it shortened my window of having that, that free spirited feeling of being a child and,
0: but it also seems like a natural process in a way. I don't think we are immune to it, my Alicia? We can't oh, control yeah. um, those yeah, processes.
2: Yeah, I, I agree with you on that. Um, it's, it's almost, yeah, it's embedded in us. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's a part of us. That's one thing that's not necessarily learned.
0: Yes, <laughs> right, right, right. So another question. Those are my opening questions. Well, the topic is emotional healing surrounding relationships, and you have created a Tools to Heal. I love the title. It's Conversation Cards, Navigating Challenging Relationships. So we'll be talking about that in a moment. But let me ask you another open question. What do you feel is the purpose of the human experience?
2: Purpose? Um, you asking me that question, the word purpose just comes up. And, and just finding, um, I feel like everyone has a meaning and a purpose in life and it's, it's our duty to try and, um, to, to identify what that purpose and meaning is, um, and to get as close to it as possible. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Um, and so that's, you know, in a nutshell, that's, that's, um, what I
0: think. Yeah. So you go back to personal um purpose, but not as um do you and I love the big picture. I think that's why I ask these questions. Huh? <laughs> What's the <laughs> big picture? Now what are we I've been asking these questions forever when very young at a very young age. What am I doing here? What is this? <laughs> Just right, question exactly. everything. <laughs> <laughs> and and then now, you know, I have been asking the question of what you know, we It's okay, we are here already, so I get that. I have to accept that, (laughs) that we are here. But what's the, is there a purpose, you know, to humanity as a whole? Are we walking toward something? You know, some people say peace, that we are walking toward this reality that's very peaceful, that we all (laughs) live together in (laughs) harmony. (laughs) That's one. Some people say that's just to grow, to learn to love as a soul. So there are different perspectives. And then, you know, some people say it's to help one another. I love that one too. So when you think about that question, answering that question, does it come to mind, this, the big picture? Do you see? I mean, it's just as a, it's a playful thing, I guess. Nobody really knows, right? It's just, it just feels... Correct. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I was
2: going to say. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say that no one really knows uh-huh. Um, truly what their purpose is. Uh, mm. And I think, you know, purpose is different from person to person, but whatever makes you feel all warm and fuzzy inside, whatever mm. mm-hmm. drives your passion, um, yeah. I feel like that, that's you getting closer to whatever your purpose may be. Um, when I think about myself and I think about start um, when I started out with my private practice and I'm like, Okay, you know everyone has a niche, you know. So, so what's my niche? What am I gonna do? And when I started doing therapy, I realized, oh, okay, I'm passionate about helping individuals become emotionally and mentally healthy. Um, but as time went on, and the more clients that I saw, and the more work that I did, I realized, ah, I think I'm getting closer to wanting to work with individuals that are focusing on healing their relationships. And, and so now that's getting me a little bit more closer to what I believe my purpose may be at this point in time. And I believe my purpose will change as time go on, you know, um, seasons change. And so I think that, that, that also can be in alignment with, with your purpose. So, so to answer your question, I think it's just different from person to person, for as you said, you had different perspectives, and some people believe that it's love or you know that it's helping people or being there, but I truly think that um it's in the hands of the individual that you ask
0: mm, yes 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 that that's very much true, and I guess because I talked to so many people, then I try to kind of see if there's a Common, um, there's a thread there where <laughs> most. <laughs> you see, I'm still looking for the big picture <laughs> that most yes. of us could agree with. You know, and say yes, that's it. Right. And right. really, I know the helping one another. That that one, it's really a powerful one, though. I see so many oh, people yeah. yeah to say that, and, and not just say it, they're doing it. And even people who are not helping others in the sense of as a profession, I see how happy they feel when they help somebody. Something happens. So, and you know, Alicia, that kind of uh, answers another question for me about the interconnectedness of life, that everything is connected, that there's just one reality for all this that seems to be so different and colorful. You know, you see nature, it's so different. But what's one reality of that, which we are not separate, we are nature too. So everything on earth and in, in not just earth, but everything that seems to exist that we can perceive is one reality. Well, this is my main interest because I, I love going as deep as I can go when it comes to no, yeah, it. metaphysics yeah. and spirituality. So I see that with science kind of revealing the same truth <laughs> and then spiritual philosophies. it it goes back to that. So that could answer that question, you know, the why we feel like it's so, it's so innate to help one another. It feels so good because we all one we share one essence. We are one reality and not two. And that's interesting to see that the name of your company, is that Essence, Essence of Healing? I know you don't have the, yeah, Essence of Healing. That really, Mm -hmm. you see that, resonated with me anything with mm-hmm. essence to the, the words it's interesting the power that word, words has words have to kind of resonate with truth within ourselves so let me go back before again before we talk about the main topic tools to heal which is connected everything is connected emotional and mental health that's one of your main interests that's why you do what you do again I would love to see that uh, the description of the the big picture, what would that look like? What is to be mentally, emotionally healthy?
2: To be mentally and emotionally healthy um, is to be whole in um, and, and everything that you, that you do. Um, it's having an understanding that um, perfection doesn't exist. Being able to accept differences and others being able to accept your own flaws, um, you know, and, and that you may possess, and and just being able to um, overall acknowledge those things, and 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 view the world, and walk in, in the world, and be in the world from that that standpoint um, emotionally. Being emotionally healthy is is just being in control of your emotions and being in control of your feelings. Um, I remember being not having emotional, not being emotionally healthy myself, and um, I've had (laughs) so many wide range of emotions of just feeling not in control. and just losing it at times. Uh, They have the saying going zero to a hundred. That was me through and through. (laughs) Um, And, and internalizing the choices and the behaviors of others. Um, And so I, I learned to, well, through therapy, of course, my own form of therapy, because I feel like in order to, to, Walk the walk. I have to talk the talk, right? So, and yeah. um, yeah. <laughs> my own form uh-huh. of therapy, I was able to do the work of being, of getting to an emotionally healthy place, where I could not no longer internalize the things of others and have more control of my of my emotions and identify, you know, my triggers and and implement coping skills and to the point where it now it now has become a part of my being. And so um I think when someone's striving for being mentally and emotionally healthy is is being in control, um, being able to tap into um yourself and notice when you're not well and, and how to how to navigate and, and become well.
0: Wow. Yes. So I see a lot of the work of self-knowledge, right? Self-awareness. That's that's a big one. Yes, yeah, so self, that's the work of self-knowledge, self wow, self-healing, being open in using the tools, right? I love your phrase, tools to heal. Yeah, because sometimes we do have the knowledge, but we don't we don't apply them. We have the tools we don't use them. So it takes courage too, right, Alicia? A lot of times to, you see, to see what is not working, what's not healthy, and, you know, have that, that attitude of, of courage to, to apply, to do what, what we have to do. I usually don't use the word control for some reason. I don't know. That might be, you see, that might relate to, Force manipulation. I don't know why, but I put these words together, the, or the meaning <laughs> of those words together, in, in my mind has internalized, as you said, some of these concepts in a, in a not in a positive way per se.
2: You're saying that the word control you associate it with focus. I mean, with force. Yes. And yes,
0: <laughs> yes, mm, yeah. And
2: as you were speaking, I'm like, <laughs> well, I can, I can see how that could. Um, you know how you can come to that, you know, those terminologies when it comes to control right? and and maybe manage would be more of an, an appropriate mm. term
0: ah, yes. as
2: opposed to control.
0: Yes. I was thinking about a different word that I could use, <laughs> manage. Yes, that <laughs> sounds better. <laughs> uh, isn't that interesting that sometimes the mind resists, right? Some words, in, there was a reason. that's a there's a trauma related to it probably absolutely yeah
2: (laughs) something Um, underlying right (laughs)
0: yes oh yes so let's talk about your tools to heal the conversation cards so this can be used that's for relationships of course couples could those cards also be used for I know it's 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 for relationships when it comes to couples, but I'm wondering if we we could use in the sense of you know assemblies or parents use with children. Is
2: that well? It's not necessarily for couples. Uh, It's it's for um, all relationships. Any relationship that you might experience challenges in, um, and it's mother daughter relationships. It's partner to partner. Um, friendships. You can even use it with your friends. So it, it you, I created it with um, with everyone in mind. Um, that just just trying to help others acquire
0: uh, healthier relationships. Right. So it's for everyone. It has to do with relationships in general. Okay. That's good that you clarified that. So I have some of the phrases you sent me. A simple. The first question I came across was, "What does love mean to you?" That's the question that I usually ask my guests here. <laughs> so I'll ask that question to you. But before that, Alicia, would be interested to disclose the instructions. So what are uh, do we? Yeah, do we create? Is that also possible to just create our own rules? Or we should follow exactly as you are. <laughs> I love creating new rules, well, so you know.
2: <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, there are um, uh, directions associated with the cards, and um, it's pretty much to one find a, a space for you guys to to talk um, with, with limited distractions and to have fun with it. You know, for first and foremost but also to um, you know, remain respectful but be as open and honest as possible. Um I do incorporate I believe it's about four safe cards in the deck. And those cards were um I included those with um the thought of some some of the questions may be a bit much for certain relationships or individuals. That's that's um, Participating or, or or using them, and so it allows them time to um, kind of take a break from it, right? Yes, yeah. But also with the idea in mind that they may need to come back to it, or maybe explore that there might need to be some work done around that particular question,
0: right? Uh... And so,
2: but. Ultimately, um, you know, anyone can can use the cards (laughs) in the way that they they see fit for their relationships. But
0: yes, yeah. (laughs) And play with it in a meaningful way. I I love this idea that we can become more light, you know, in a sense of not taking everything so seriously. We, most people do. And sometimes even not. Easy to have a conversation, a natural conversation that would be, from my perspective. It's not easy to have, like with my own husband, when I ask him some questions or bring, you know, some topics into the conversation, I see that he doesn't, he's not open to, to that, to those, some of those ideas. So it's, I don't know, because I am open to talk about anything and just listen and learn. I guess, yeah, I'm trying to. Well, I would love for the world to reflect that, to be more open and receptive. And conversations, they are just uh they are the door to me to um understanding. And even when love, that, that question that I I'll be asking you now, the understanding of love to me has a lot to do with being open, curious. So but from your from your own perspective, Alicia, what is what is love? Ah
2: uh, um Love is peace. Mm, (laughs) Love is peace. And it is acceptance. It is, um, I, I feel compelled to say unconditional, but Actually, I don't necessarily believe that.
0: Uh-huh. Yes.
2: <laughs> so it, I think it's conditional and uh-huh. unconditional. Mm-hmm. But um, I mm-hmm. think mostly love is peace. Love is, is warm. Love is understanding. It's it's accepting. Um, I know sometimes when I was younger, I would think love is whimsical and it's magical. But as I've gotten older and experienced what love is, experience Love in so many different dynamics. Um, whether it was love that was extremely healthy, or um, love that, or I guess things that masks itself as love. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So yeah. As I've mm. navigated those different experiences, yeah. I've learned that that love is comfort. It's peace. It's feeling whole. It's having understanding and, and acceptance. I, I just can't give it like one word or one phrase, but I truly believe it's all of those things.
0: Yes, yes. It, it resonates true to me. I, I mean, peace, acceptance, they, they go hand in hand, don't they? That's a beautiful way of saying it. I know a lot of people, they relate, they talk about love related to feelings, emotions and feelings, but I don't know. <laughs> I don't, yeah, I love. I like this better. <laughs> Acceptance, peace. Yeah. That's going deeper, isn't it? Much deeper.
2: It really, it really is. Um, I think emotions is such a a surface level of love, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And yeah. and that's that's the love that I experienced when I was younger, <laughs> you yeah, know, me my too. childhood. Yeah, it gives me butterflies, yeah. you know. <laughs> yes, but but now it's like, mm-hmm. whoa! True love brings me peace. True love mm. Mm. is 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 having the the acceptance and also being accepting, you know.
0: Ah, uh, yes, ah, uh, yes, it, both ways. Of course, it has to be <laughs> mutual in a way. And you just mentioned the uncondition- we It would be amazing if we could love one another unconditionally, humans,
1: <laughs> even love right. ourselves,
0: right? At least unconditionally and accept right. all parts of ourselves and be kind. Yes, it's possible though. I really believe it's possible. And I was just thinking about, oh, I have so many amazing conversations here about, you know, the inner critic too, that we do have that voice. that's always kind of telling us what to do and how to do it, but in the way of almost like trying to be perfect, you know, trying to narrow our existence and our experiences into something that is, you know, it looks in a certain way and it has to always be that way. It's kind of fixed, too. So that sounds very unkind to me every time I think about anything fixed. So acceptance kind of brings this image of flexibility, adaptability, openness again. And I think, I really believe that that's the key, though, to almost anything else. I know Maya Angelou, she said courage is the foundation for everything else. But I always go back to being open, and then it might, might be related to courage too, right being receptive, not trying to fight what is and but listening. I don't know
2: listening and and going back to being grounded
0: Yes, right? um, yes. and and allowing
2: yeah. allowing um, mm. allowing yourself to receive mm. and, and, yeah. and knowing how to navigate, yeah, and it's so interesting because. Some of the approaches that I use, I I use several therapeutic approaches in therapy, Um, but one of them that I I definitely find myself using a lot is the Adlerian approach, which talks about like the four C's, connected, capable, count, Mm -hmm. courage. Yeah. So it's Uh, just so interesting to hear uh, that you you uh, used um, uh, at least three (laughs) out of the four words in this podcast today, uh, you know? Yeah. Um. So when we talk about connectedness,
0: oh, that, that's that just a big one. Full circle for me. Yeah, that's a big one, Alicia. Yeah, mm-hmm. connected. <laughs> ha. Connected. <laughs> yeah. Um. Boy, you have no idea. I'll talk to you off record. <laughs> I'm working on. Something. <laughs> that's the word. That is the word. Um, I mean. Ah, uh, what's not what's not to love about the exploration of what that means, you know, to be connected yeah. to oneself, to life itself, to God. Ah, mm. uh, yeah. Th- I mean, don't get me started <laughs> with this one. Look, look, we can we can stick uh, with
2: it because when you uh, talk about connected and, yeah. and connectedness, I think mm. that also um it aligns with what we were talking about with love.
0: Yes. Right? right. And how you
2: connect yep. with people, mm. how you connect with your purpose and how you
0: give that love Mm -hmm. in the world Mm -hmm. yes a billion times to that (laughs) i have goosebumps Mm -hmm. (laughs) yes connected love the same yes all that greatness yes but this is only possible (laughs) once we you know give healing a chance so um, thank you so much for what you do and this the inspiration to uh, that you give to people around you and your clients to heal that it starts there it has to so we are almost at the end. I do have a few more questions for you, Alicia. And before we end the conversation, I want to mention the services that you offer individual therapy, couples therapy, team programs, premarital counseling. And you also offer a workforce development, a change manage- management workshop, leadership training, morale building training, trauma informed. And then you have other, I, this, I, I found this on your website. Additional <laughs> services, <laughs> speaking engagements, mentorship, life coaching, accountability coaching, one on one leadership coaching. Did I miss anything?
2: Um no, but I do wanna in particularly uh point out the the team programming. Yes. Um and so I have a an all girls group mm-hmm. that's titled Strengthen Her. Yeah. Um, And um, it's for teenagers from the age of 12 years old to 16 years of age. And it's just teaching them how to become successful young women, helping them explore some of their challenges, um, helping them learn how to set healthy boundaries, communicate effectively, identifying what love is um, and, and how they connect with the people in their world. So I did just want to kind of highlight that because it's something that I am also actually me passionate about and and kind of feeds my
0: purpose. <laughs> ah, how beautiful. Yes, that's ah yeah, what a what an amazing purpose to have to help other women. I usually don't exclude, maybe because coming from the perspective of wholeness, it's all inclusive, mm-hmm. so I don't mm-hmm. push away anything, mm-hmm. but Yes, there's something about being a woman myself and a very confused teenager, not knowing what to do and suffering so much unnecessarily and feeling so disconnected for so long. I know how important it is to kind of address the minds of young people. That's so important. Giving them it's almost helping them to heal themselves, isn't it, Alicia?
2: It really is. Becoming
0: resilient. It really is.
2: Absolutely.
0: Yeah. Thank you for including that too. So you have lots of purposes, lots of <laughs> missions here, important mm-hmm. ones. So I have the website essenceofhealing.org and I also have the tools-to-heal.com. Those two links will be on the podcast notes. So they'll be clickable and people can find that easily. But before we say goodbye, I do have a question that I often ask everyone. I'll ask you too. But before that, even, is there anything that you left unsaid, Alicia, anything that it's important to you to be communicated here now?
2: Nothing comes to mind. I think that you've done a great job with providing me with the space to, to truly talk
0: about some of the things that are important to me. Mm, yeah. Thank you for being open. <laughs> it goes, goes back to that again. Thank you. So mm-hmm. my last question is, what three experiences you wish everyone to have before they lose the body, before they die?
2: Talk about getting deep. <laughs> <laughs> ah, yes, I love
0: that. <laughs> Can't help <Okay>. it.
2: <laughs> can, you re- can you repeat that for me one yeah. more time? Yes, yeah.
0: <laughs> what three experiences you wish everyone to have before they die?
2: Hmm. Three experiences that I wish everyone to have before they die. One would be to to find peace, and and whatever relationships that they might not have had peace in, or um, it may have shifted, and and finding that peace can be many things. It doesn't necessarily mean to mend relationships um but it's it's just getting to a place of acceptance of where you are where that individual may be and and coming to terms with um you know that you you a a part of your wholeness is is just getting to the place of acceptance and and finding peace in your relationships so that would that would be one thing Um, the other thing would be to Give whatever it is that you're passionate about, whatever it is that that they may love, Uh (laughs) Um, to to give it their all. You know, to truly give everything their all. Um, And the last thing would be to try and 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 well, be be intentional about being grounded and be intentional
0: about everything that you do. Mm. Yes, 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 and yes, a billion times to to all that. (laughs) Thank you so much, Alicia, again, for sharing timeless wisdom from my perspective and for being so giving and generous the way you are, engaging so many meaningful activities throughout life. I know this is one of them. You didn't have to do this, go on podcasts, but you are doing that too. So thank you so much for being you, ultimately. Thank you.
2: Thank you. I appreciate it.
0: So we'll be in touch again. Take good care. Bye for now. Take care.
1: Thank you for listening. To learn more about Alicia Harris and her work, please visit essenceofhealing.org and tools dot healcom
0: To learn more about this podcast, please visit fitforjoy.org slash podcast. Thank you again for listening and bye for now.